What's going on, guys? Hey, it's Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast, and I am Anthony, your host today, the hostess that's going to give you the mostest to start your week. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast, guys. Uh, it's a brand new week for you and for me as well. So we're going to just have kind of an open forum, a little discussion. I'm going to talk with myself. And it should be a pretty good episode, I hope. It'll probably be a little shorter than normal. Um, we've got the holidays coming. We've got, what do we got here? We've got Halloween here in the next couple of weeks. We got Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and a lot of things in between. Both Dustin and I recently hit that 200 episode within the within the numbered range and we've got a lot of cool ideas and plans and stuff that you guys will uh start hearing and hopefully seeing more often coming from the culture jacked which is exciting um some other exciting stuff if you guys didn't catch the weekend wire we've got a ton of new shows and movies and and stuff coming out that's super exciting from dune We've got uh, the Titan show is wrapping up. Doom Patrol is wrapping up. We've got November 5th, The Eternals. We've got Hawkeye coming. We've got uh, just so many great shows and entertainment um, that's going to be available to us. Uh, The video game stuff, uh, Dustin's hit on a bunch of them. There's a bunch of games that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Biggest one is Halo. I uh, was fortunate enough to play uh, a little bit of Halo with Dustin uh, and by with Dustin, I mean we handed the controller back and forth and played a couple of games. My little boy jumped on, and shit, he played more than both of us. But super excited for that. That game looks absolutely fucking incredible. That'll be coming out soon as well. So I feel like this fall, from an entertainment standpoint, whether it's movies, video games, TV shows, uh, theatrical releases, pretty doing pretty fucking good. Doing pretty good um a couple of things outside of that for entertainment purposes that i have found myself consuming lately is uh some audiobook stuff youtube of course i've got uh, some guys that i frequently watch on the good old youtube uh also i recently got a subscription to comicsology which is a digital um service that provides comic books because I have been collecting comic books regularly now for a year and a half, something like that, year, year and a half, going on two years, I don't know. And I get asked all the time, well, what about this and what about that? And it's like, shit, most of the books I have, not all of them, but the bulk of them I'm buying for investment purposes and to keep them in prestige condition or get them pressed and cleaned and what have you. So traditionally... I don't read them. Um, I did start getting into, paper, you know, TBDs, which are trade paperbacks. I started getting into compendiums and hardcovers and, and all of that so I can read some of those. But Comixology, and this is not a paid advertisement, I wish it was, allows me to catch up on some of the books and some of the stories that I don't want to crack the books open. Most notably, like a book called, in a series of books called Thor, God of Thunder. That book is highly specced. Why, you may be asking? Well, Gore the God Butcher, Christian Bale's character in the up-and-coming Thor Love and Thunder, his first appearance, second appearance, and a lot of conjoining things 
come out in those books. Those books are raw in the wild. They're selling for hundreds plus. So I'm not going to be cracking that bad boy open, fucking up the spine and all of that stuff. So Comixology, um, and there's they've got such a huge group of books. I mean, um, Why the Last Man, that's a series that my wife and I absolutely enjoy. That's a Vertigo comic that's been out. Um, if you guys haven't caught that, you guys need to catch up on that. That's a crazy fucking story. I think I've talked about that before where essentially there's this thing that happens. It's still being explained in the show. I'm still reading through some of the books where essentially all men um, with this the chromosomes pass, like just die, and some women and children die as well. But now that's left is um, essentially men that are well we'll say transgender men there is women there is you know some animal some animals Um, but testosterone's an issue uh the communities are an issue a lot of things stopped not because men aren't around but because men the population have been reduced or eliminated in this sense, and it's a pretty wild ride, but that's an, that's another book that's available on Comixology. I started reading that the other day and thought, God damn, you know, you, you consider this audible, podcasts, uh, movies, TV, video games. I mean, the, the, the entertainment world right now is uh, blowing back up. I mean, we, we, we had a stall. We had, we had some, uh, some downtime, we'll say, with COVID and everything, but... Man, there's so much stuff available. YouTube, of course, if you want to go into the YouTube world and, you know, watch your favorite guy on there, gal on there, or learn about something. Uh, but the podcast stuff, the audible stuff, the comicsology, there's there's other books and readers that you can get into as well. It's freaking amazing the ability to get and collect all these resources in in fact, with all of that being said, like I'm challenged often with like, fuck, there's too much. We've been uh, watching another show I've been watching um, recently is uh, 30 Rock. What an incredible show. And it is not, I would say that that show, I think that came out, started in the early 2000s, would not be widely accepted now because of some of the language, some of the uh, PC kind of stuff and, and whatnot, which is unfortunate, but I love the show it's great wrapping up titans the most recent season of that we've got uh doom patrol going wrapping up that season both incredible shows for what they are a lot of people i feel like a lot of people i've watched a lot of reviews on the internet i and i'm not you know to each their own man whether you like this shit you don't that's that's your own situation but i feel like people want there's a lot of people in the entertainment consumption world aka the viewer or audience that wants like the same formula the same thing that you're getting like marvel's a good example of that because they're tried and true with their formulas now their stories vary their characters vary but for the most part it's all high production very very well written very well casted very well directed and there's nothing wrong with that i fucking love it too okay but when you get into an area where they're intentionally not doing some of those activities. Your expectations have to shift. And I feel like DC does that. There's a lot of others that do that. Um, And maybe it is budget restraints or what have you, but it's like, guys, let the story be told. Listen, pay attention. 
um, because you're not getting, you know, whatever the $60 million budget for this three part show or six part show or eight part show or $150 million budget. That's okay. Take a step back. Um, enjoy the content that's being put in front of you because like I said, man, Titans, if you like that world, great show. Doom Patrol, if you like that world, great show. Uh, there's several others, and there's a ton coming down the pipe. So entertainment-wise, this fall, guys, in spring, feeling pretty fortunate that there's going to be a ton of great stuff coming our direction. So that is very exciting for me. Um, I'm sure it's exciting for you guys. We'll be talking about it, but Dustin and I will be covering it as much as we can here on the podcast I just uh, did the DC fandom, at least some of the highlights from the DC fandom stuff, which is exciting. I'm sure we're going to start seeing more information coming out on some of the up-and-coming projects from Marvel. So those that were concerned that I wasn't going to talk about Marvel, there you go. Because we've got Moon Knight wrapping uh, production, going into editing. We've got She-Hulk. We've got uh, Secret Invasions just now going into uh, production. Uh, there's, you know, fuck, we got so many movies that are coming out. I'm still waiting. Where the hell is the Morbius trailer? That's the one thing I'm wondering about. It's just, I feel like it's kind of strange that we've made it thus far. And Morbius, I believe, was supposed to, uh, supposed to be coming out soon. And I have yet to see any updated trailers or anything. So if you guys have you know, tag culture jacked in the link so we can try to catch up with you because I feel like, you know, we got to be getting something soon. That that movie has been, as far as I know, fucking done. Black Adam is done. So as far as uh, post-production, they're doing edits and everything else, but it's uh, just very, very uh, interesting to see how we navigate. And then, like I said, DC Phantom, and they dropped so much animation stuff, so much uh, possible big IPs that it's so exciting because right now we kind of have an idea of what Marvel's doing. Now we're getting this idea of what DC is doing, which is fucking phenomenal with the Batman, with this. And, and there's there's more coming, I guarantee it. The turn of the year in the spring, we're going to start seeing these other IPs that will hopefully uh, get some light on them as well. But we also have got like IPs from like Image Comics coming together. The announcement of Profit um, with Jake Gyllenhaal. And Jake Gyllenhaal is also tied to uh, Oblivion Song. Michael B. Jordan's tied to uh, Static as a producer. He's tied to the Earth 2 um, Cal Zod or Cal L. Uh, Superman, uh, which is which is DC, but uh, Image Comics is picking up. We, there's potential tr- uh, potential shows for like Department of Truth. If you guys haven't checked that out, that's a conspiracy story that's done fucking phenomenal in the comic book market. Stray Dogs is possibly optioned or is optioned, which is a serial killer situation. Incredible uh, sales and and everything in the um. Comic book world, Nice House on a Lake has done very well. Those are all very criminal, kind of dark and crazy shows. Um, there, It's just such an exciting time to be kind of chasing this and following all of this because, not just because it's like, it's static, fucking here's this, here's that. There's so many tie-ins and so many variations of stuff. The Berserker stuff from Matt Kent and Keanu Reeves, that has got a ton of excitement and... Um, 
uh, not legs under it yet, but a ton of possibility behind it. Uh, there's a lot of scripts that are still being written um, for these comic books and these stories because one of the biggest misperceptions that I have, uh, I guess, been semi-fortunate to hear people voice, whether it's uh, people a little later in their life or younger in their life or, or in the middle of their life, um, they, they often refer to it like comic book as a piece of material that is solely associated with superheroes, which is a big misperception because there are so many incredible stories that have been told and that resource has not, has been underutilized. The material has been underutilized uh, until, you know, the last 10 years, 15 years, but they haven't even fucking broke that thing. They're like the comic book resource has not been fully broken open. The manga and anime resource has not been fully broken open. Um, and what that does is allows for so many great um, stories and so many great characters to come to life in variations. And because the consumption rate is what it is and the interest is ever-growing, that I hope... Personally, that the interest level and engagement level just continues to fucking grow. Let comic collecting become an anime anime collecting and reading these resources and uh, everything associated, the t-shirts, the fucking statues, the uh, Funko Pops, and the culture to continue to, to grow because, A, in my opinion, it's a really, really positive culture. There's a lot of crazy fucking stories. Yeah, not all stories are good. Uh, some are evil stories, some are dark, some are this. But it is created by some of the best writers we have, some of the best artists, not only the interior art, but the cover art. Um, it, it's just such a cool way to uh, evolve a story that I find it fucking just amazing. And some of these stories, you know, like I was mentioning Comicsology earlier. I've perused through probably hundreds of books on there, and I own thousands of comic books, but you peruse through some of that, the interior art design, the color from the colorist, the all of these people that have to have a certain amount of skill, and some are insanely fucking talented, um, but to see this put on a piece of paper, and then to see the evolution of this, you know, that coalesced as an idea or a thought, and then the story was told, and then the the artist and then the panelist and then the letter guy and the color guy or gal or whatever puts this book together. And then this book is turned into a series, whether it's a limited series, a one shot, maybe it's a 10 year run, 20 year run, 30 year run. And then segments of that are evolved into an incredible movie with an incredible director. When you dissect it and you start thinking about that in that world, you could have and still can have a part in owning and understanding all of the specific pieces and parts that contributed to those characters. And I think that that in itself is a very unique thing that a lot of people are starting to connect the dots to. And culturally, from a collecting standpoint or an interest or a movie standpoint, a comic book standpoint, a character standpoint, a statue standpoint, a Funko Pop, a T-shirt, whatever standpoint, whatever position you want to stand on, it's so interesting because not only can you own pieces of of that, but you can understand uh, 
whether they're going completely original and they're utilizing the character's traits and attributes, you can still understand kind of what the character was supposed to be. Mark Spector Moon Knight's a perfect example of that. I am so interested to see how the directors, how Oscar Isaac portrays a man that, um, depending on the series, you know, has some has some uh, crazy, crazy things going on mentally that it, how they portray that and uh, put that on the big screen is so interesting to me. Meanwhile, he's also a fucking badass. He's a, he's a great character to see on the big screen, one that is unlike others, and that's a superhero, right? And then we've got stuff like, you know, 100 Bullets by Vertigo. We've got the Sandman. We've got, um, you know, Berserker, as mentioned by Matt Kent and Keanu Reeves. We've got so many different IPs that are in this evolutionary standpoint that it's just so exciting but it's as exciting as being able to play the next grand theft auto 7 where if you're the guy or six and you're the guy that's played all of the grand theft autos like a lot of like a lot of us have or that up and coming halo game where when um dustin and i got to play halo together real briefly most of the time we were told we we did we did criticize in a in a semi-positive manner i would say mostly positive manner the uh, beta version that we got to play. But a lot of it, a lot of the conversation was nostalgia, was going back 10 years, 15 years, however long from the first one to the second one to the ODST to this, to this, to that, and rekindling that. Dude, do you remember when? What about? Bah, 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 da, da, da. And then we get to see the reprisal, the the rendition of the new map, of the old map kind of situation. And... um. It's amazing. I, I think the tie-ins, the contributions, the abilities of teams that created Halo and, and many other IPs, it's just we're, we're at this interesting point in entertainment to where while everything is wide open, the material in some cases is so fucking well done and created. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and to get the content, the source material, like I mentioned with comic books or anime or what have you, or a book, a regular book. Um, there's been plenty. That's That's been the premise for a lot of those adaptations previous to the comic book world were real fucking books written by incredible authors from Stephen King, Stephen Hunter, uh, you know, Mark Twain. The list can go on and on and on. Uh, Anne Rice and, and, like, all these insane stories. Um, you know, Tom Clancy and, and all of those. But uh, to, to be able to... I guess, understand and, and be a part of this, I think makes it that much more special when you get to watch that premiere of Berserker or you get to watch that story unfold about Spider-Man that you know the series and runs or you're going to play that video game that, like, dude, it's that same feeling and, and maybe that's what it maybe that's what it boils down to is the feeling or maybe it boils down to the memories that you're going to make while thinking about memories from the past or from the story arc or from those moments where it was like, dude, Halo 1, playing with all your buddies. Halo 2, playing with all your buddies in, you know, lane parties. And, dude, you remember and living that but with modern time where it's like, yeah, now I can do it fucking from the comfort of my home and they can live, you know, a thousand miles away from the comfort of their home. They have a 4K TV. I have a 4K TV. They have this. They have this. Whatever their accoutrements are or to, to whatever comfort level or, or technology that they would like to bring in on that game is available to them as it is to me 
but we're going to have differences. I just find that whole world, while what I'm talking about is wildly different, right, from video games to comic books to movies to uh, comicsology, digital whatever, it's just an amazing time to consider the resources, the availability, the access to understand things at lightning speed from shows, from people that dedicate their time, and fuck, most of them dedicate their life to talking about movies, video games. Um, you know, I can't say, and I don't know if Dustin could, but I can't tell you how many hours, you know, at this point, tens of thousands of hours that I've put in uh, to the to Culture Jacked with working on content behind the scenes or coming up with ideas and trying to cultivate them. Not that I'm trying to tout that, but when you start considering that, it's just amazing because all of this is still, to some degree, in its infancy. And and to understand where it's going to be in 10 years or 20 years is so fucking exciting. Where video games will be in 10 years. Where these comic book movies and these artists and these writers and the the collection part the contribution the entertainment the all of the aspects of this will be in 10 years is i i can't i can't even guess but i am excited to be actively a part of it in many different you know i i wear many different hats in this world and so so do most of you um but sitting here talking about it and talking through some of it it's like you know the podcast is one thing where I have to collect material and discuss it. I am like in the comic book world. I'm an avid collector. I have a very vast collection that's ever growing that I have to buy at this price, hold at this price, try to sell. I'm going to get into some selling stuff later and you guys will be included in that. Um, but understanding what is coming, why is it, you know, what, how does that impact the comic book, the character, the artist, the writer. Um, and then I'm also a viewer just in an audience member, just like the rest of you. And, uh, I, I then have to extrapolate my opinions and, and whatnot and then develop it into a show, um, which all of that's great. I love it. Um, I love watching all of the new stuff. I like seeing the evolving IPs. I like seeing, um, you know, DC do well. I like seeing image starting to to drive uh, into the entertainment market. I can't wait to see Spawn and some of the Todd McFarlane stuff come out, some of the older IPs from Image, and, and some of the other studios like Boom Studios, uh, IDW, and, and others start to cultivate and build. Um, and, of course, Marvel to see where, where are we going with Secret Invasion? Where's She-Hulk taking us? Where's Doctor Strange, the multi- Multiverse of Madness? What's this new Spider-Man taking us on these adventures and on these experiences that we get to collectively share? Not only from the the point of viewing it, but in my case, I'm fortunate enough to be able to talk and give you guys my opinion of it. Um, and then if I had if I have said source material available, I can reflect on that as well and share and discuss and and whatnot. So so much fun stuff and so much content to consume and to try to understand and, and the availability and the resources and uh, just everything, man. It's just an amazing time. Um, to be alive, to be able to participate in this to the degree. I'm, I feel very fortunate um, to have listeners here on the podcast, to be able to discuss the things that I truly love and enjoy. Um, I, I would believe Dustin shares that same opinion. And with so much great stuff coming that are, that are fucking post-production, in production, will be in production, um, with the books, the comic books that are coming out, the the 
in Dustin's case, probably the, the manga and the anime that's already out and coming out. I can't speak on that as nearly as fluid as he can, but um, the video games and everything, guys, it's going to be an exciting fall. Um, mostly because you guys are going to get to watch all this shit. You're going to get to play the games just like myself and Dustin, but you're going to hear us talk about this stuff. And there's so many great things coming out that I am genuinely excited to be able to share my opinion, share my thoughts on all of this heading into the fall, winter, spring, 2021 into 2022. So it's kind of an interesting episode. I don't know how I ended up where I am right now, but I want to keep that hype up. So <laughs> anyways, that's that's kind of the, the, the highlight reel of uh, some of the stuff, and I wanted to kind of digest some of that with you guys because it is amazing, um, and it goes the same for books. I mean, how excited are you if you can recall a book from your childhood from a month ago, six months ago, 10 years ago that you read, and you're like, oh, fuck, they're going to make a series on this or a video game or, or what have you. It's just exciting times, guys, and with all of the previews and discussions that are consistently happening in every fucking niche and every... Um, part of this and the culture that is being uh, driven from this that it doesn't matter where the fuck you are. I've, I've watched videos of guys and talked to people, especially in the comic book and um, uh, superhero world and all of that stuff from all over the world. And we're all speaking the same language, even though I'm in America, maybe they're in England, maybe they're in Australia, maybe they're in Scotland, maybe they're in Russia. We're still speaking the same language, which is fucking incredible on how... Uh, this media content can bring everybody together. Uh, it, it's it's just absolutely amazing. So let's end it on that note. That's a good fucking note to leave it on, guys. Thank you again so much for tuning in to the Culture Jack Podcast. This is Monday Madness. Uh, I hope you guys have an incredible week. Make sure hit subscribe. If this is your first time checking us out, hit subscribe. If it's your 10th time listening to us, 20th, 100th, and you guys have not shared it, come on, guys. It's time to share it. It's time to uh, drop a comment and review. It takes two seconds. It's much appreciated by myself, Dustin, the uh, Culture Jacked family. And, uh, yeah, we've got a ton of shit coming to you. We're super excited. We're between that 200 to 300 line. We've got new stuff that's going to be uh, finding its way to your ears. And, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. I'm Anthony. Have a great week, guys. We'll catch up with you in the next episode.